Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Hello and welcome to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you wherever you're listening right around the country. Ah, Cup Week. Don't we love it? It's the best of the best. And, well, not much better than on Thursday. How good. Oaks Day. And if you managed to tune into SEN track, the team had a nice day. Cam Luke, he went bang with She's Extreme and Joyful Fortune. David Taggart, he managed to pick a couple. And we just managed to sneak a nice little $27 to $30 winner in the last on the way home. As I said, Miles Fitzner with you right around the country. I'd love to hear from you. 0499 736 736. That's 0499 736 736. A bit of a change up to this week's lineup. We always have the best of the best. Dean Elliott, unfortunately, unfortunately not available. Same was with uh, Magna Data. But we've got Mitch Abaya for a fraction longer. Chris Nelson, of course. Terence Von Leighton out of WA. Tom Inglis for a Hong Kong update. We'll run through the cards with Dean Watling. Maybe Tom Papley to join us a little bit later in the show as well. But speaking on the Tom Papley sort of route, we've got some stars that come through. Emerge with Bryce Gibbs we had in South Australia. And then we've had Tom Papley with SEN track. And this is another star. This is another star. He's played 117 games. Now currently in the back line for Port Adelaide. And he's a star on the rise in the radio world. We catch him on the Royal Melbourne Golf Course. His name is Ryan Burton. Hello, Berto. How are you, mate? G'day, Fitz. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, you actually on the golf course? You, what are you, halfway through? Or where, where are you? Yeah, I've, I've just hit my drive on 10, so halfway through, got <laughs> my K. Oh, where is it? Straight up the guts or left, right? How, how are we hitting them? Yeah, managed to find a bit of grass, so, um, yeah, no complaints on this hole yet. Now, now you're no slouch on the golf, mate. You, you're off single digits, aren't you? You play off about two? Oh, sometimes I do. Sometimes I play off a hell of a lot more, so it depends how we go. Now, a- avid NFL watcher, but also you watch a fair bit of golf. I think you and I might have a little bit to chat about over the coming months, but the reason I've got you on, you're also an avid racing fan uh, and an astute form analyst. Now, I uh, got to uh, see a bit of your, your work yesterday, oh, sorry, the other day at um, at uh, uh, Flemington. We've got Champion Stakes Day. I thought you might have had one for South Australia, but you you're telling me on the text machine that uh, that you might have one for Melbourne as well. What have you got for us? Yeah, I'm going to be in Melbourne uh, on Saturday, so I'll, I'll give you one now. I love Private Eye. Um, its last last start win was outstanding um, in the Nature Strip stakes, and um, I think it can it can go really well again Saturday. And I've got one for the uh, for the hometown crew in Adelaide. Um, hop on Harry in race seven. Uh, Leon McDonald horse. 
we've, I've got a couple of horses with Leon, so hopefully he can get it, get this one up for us. So race seven, hop on Harry uh, over in South Australia and race uh, seven, number two, Private Eye here in Melbourne. Uh, have you had a reasonable uh, time of it over this spring carnival, Birdo? Have you managed to find a few winners? Found a few, which was nice. Uh, thanks to you for a few of them. Um, got myself out of a bit of a hole that I dug um, on Tuesday, which was a which was a pretty ordinary day. But um, hopefully, go again Saturday and, and win a bit more. And uh, anything in the golf coming up that you're looking forward to watching, or that you're keeping an eye on? Are you keeping an eye on Live or the PGA? What are you doing that way? Yeah, I'm loving the Live Golf. Um, they've just finished up uh, for a, a little bit now. They had a really good team comp last weekend, which the uh, the Aldi team almost won, which which would have been outstanding. So uh, a little bit of a break for the golf, um, but we'll be back on sh- uh, shortly and, um, yeah, hopefully have a few winners for the boys. Hey, Birdo, uh, look, I'm happy to take you on in both these races here with Hop On Harry and Private Eye. I've got my Oberon in the Champions Mile, and I'm going to talk about um, race seven at Morverville. If you get the chocolates over me, brother, I might have to have you back on next week. Yeah, let's do it. Sounds yep. like a plan. All right, Birdo, I'll let you go and hit that drive. Um, I know you said it straight up the guts, but I'm pretty sure to be off to the right there somewhere, knowing how you hit them. <laughs> uh, I'll, chat to, I'll chat to you next week, buddy. Awesome. Thanks, mate. Ryan Burton there, star defender. He knows his stuff uh, on the golf, the NFL, and the horses. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that at all. He is an, a very, very astute man when it comes to sport and He's probably another one. Sam, we'll just put him in our book. He's our man, I think. Birdo is now our man. A couple off the text already. Afternoon, Milo. A few around the grounds I like. Uh, Dooman race four, number three, Enterprise Attack. Do we go again or do we go Larrick and Rogue? We've got Chris Nelson coming up to ask him. Also, two at Ascot, race seven, number 12, above the peg, and race two, number two, Prawns 11. Yeah, well, um, we are going to have a chat to Terry Layton. We'll ask him about that in a while. So superstar you have on is none other than Mitch Abaya, a star on the rise. Steve, he's a freak. Mitch Abaya, we're going to give him a little bit more, a little bit more space, a little bit more running room today. Uh, we brought Chris Nelson forward a fraction uh, because he is as good as there is anywhere of any code, of any code. Love to hear from you off the text 0499 736 736. That's 0499 736 736. Let me know. What your best is for the weekend. Best, ask me on a race. Coming up in a little bit, we've got Dean Watling. We're going to run through the Flemington card and touch on a couple at Rose Hill. There's one I really like in race eight at Rose Hill at an each way price on a good deck. Uh, But I want to know what you like. What do you want? What do the listeners want out of this weekend? How's the spring carnival been? Cup day tough. Oaks day good for me. Derby Day, all right everywhere but Flemington. So it's been all right. It's been all right. Cup Day, you've got to expect that. It is everywhere. But this might be the day. This might be the Saturday that we can get some back and we'll make the bookies pay. This is the Form Lounge. Review listening right around the country, 0499 736 736. On the other side of this, Dean Watling to join me. We're going to run through and have a look at Flemington and Rose Hill races 7 and 8. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the magic man.
Well, welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you right around the country. 0499 736 736. Looking at Champions Day, Stakes Day, who better to have on the superstar? Well, I hope he's still alive because he might have had a bit of appendicitis. And he's not in the hospital. His name is Dean Watling and he joins me. Hello, Dino. Morning, mate. No, I'm still kicking. I found a couple of lengths and I've just got to get to Saturday and then we're home. <laughs> hey, uh, are you still in town? Yeah, yeah, still in town. Um, I'll be there tomorrow, uh, today, sorry, stakes day, so excited for that. So can make your way in for Gareth Hall's show, but can't make your way in for mine. Is that right? <laughs> I didn't get the invite into the studio. <laughs> I'm staring at you, buddy. I'm staring at you. Hey, uh, mate, uh, let's have a look. Can we start at Rose Hill, please? Um, there's a couple yep. of races I wanted to touch on up there. Or oh, just, just quietly, how did you go Oaks Day? You managed to get that $30 pop in the last or? No, I saw um, someone did, some lunatic on my screen. I saw you pwn away, but um, no, well done. You had an outstanding day, so I feel like I should be interviewing you this morning with all the winnings you found, but I think punters rejoice after a tough Melbourne Cup day. I think plenty um, found some money back uh, there on Oaks Day. Yeah, well, you guys helped us out too when I walked in and saw you all that morning. You all said back win, Cat, so it got the day off to a nice start. Um, I want to start yeah, at Rose Hill. We'll go to uh, the hot Danish uh, it's, a, it's an interesting little race. This, um, I, I'm probably leaning towards a horse down the bottom like she's a belter. Um, I think Electric Girl's been very good. I'm happy to probably risk Jamia, but included in the quaddy and maybe a lavish girl. How are you seeing it? Yeah, I think the biggest thing to note with Rose Hill, we're going to be on a really firm track. Uh, the rail's out three metres, so that just tells us it's going to be on pace all day, pretty much. So I think the two horses that you've identified, Electric Girl and She's a Belter, really suited by these drying tracks. I'm keen on Electric Girl here. Back on a good surface. It was really good last start behind. Promise of success on a wet deck, which isn't her go. Uh, 1,400 metres is and draws a perfect gate to find a soft lead. So I think Electric Girl... Been racing really consistent of late and is screaming out for a win. She's on top, and I think the big improver is she's the belter. It's purely a dry tracker. So you want a JJ Atkins on a dry track um, and draws a good gate here. So they're the two for mine, but keen on um, Electric Girl. Yeah, and I'm probably got she's a belter just in front. So I uh, was thinking similarly there. We'll go to the five diamonds, and this is where, geez, I hope I'm right. Um, I'm happy to lay Ellsberg all day at the $2.45. and. I thought, well, with this firming track, go and find the, the, the best horse on a good surface, and that clearly is Ayrton. Uh, really runs a bad race on a good surface. Gate 11 is going to cross-lead him up. It's going to be hard to run down for me. I reckon this is one of the best each-way bets I've seen for the spring. You've read this incredibly similar to me. Ellsberg on a dry track is the lay of the day. If you go look at his record, his first two runs this preparation – He's gone no good. They're dry tracks. Then he's found lengths in the Epsom and last start, and they've all been on rain-affected tracks. So I'm keen to lay him like you, and I've found Anton as well. Yes. Dry tracker, up to 1,800 metres, comes out of a good run last start, will roll to the for, uh, to the front. Um, Laws of Indices, you can have that. I think that horse just runs on. He's a pack chaser, so I'm keen on um, Anton here too. At a big price, surely has to firm off. Well, the last time uh, Anton was on a good deck, it was one length off I wish I win, and we saw that form stand up, didn't we? Yeah, just a little bit. The Golden Eagle, not a, not a the, bad This race, is, I, can't like be- I, I cannot believe this horse is $7.50. It makes no sense. Yeah, well, we've already seen the drift slightly here for Ellsberg. I think it will get out to $3 plus come um, today. So I think Anson 
um, definitely a bet here. And if you're going to back it, back it now. Anything that you else you like really at Rose Hill? I'm not really keen on much of the rest. I know race five. Um, there was a horse here called So Am I at eight bucks. I was going to have a little nibble at. Yeah, he's a good horse. Sprints well fresh, so I can't tell you that. The only other one I had was race four, number seven, Naval Seal. Second up now, yes. another one who will appreciate getting on top of the ground. So that's my only one there at Rose Hill outside of the, the two main races. Right, on, let's go to Flemington. Uh, this is where we get big, and I'm confident in this card. I want to run through um, a couple. Um, look, the first of French Emperor um, for me. Um, maybe just in front of Chicago Bear, but I think you can get value out of both of those. Nothing there for you? No, nothing there for me early. Race two, really tough race two. Um, I don't know, maybe Aesop, but geez, hard enough. Nothing there for you? No, no, I agree. It's a hard race. Amanda Elliott. I've got a little each way on sandpaper. I know it's drawn wide, but I've had a little each way nibble on sandpaper. The one at the top, Mumbai Jewel, is out. Yeah, tricky little race. I've been waiting a long time for Angry Skies to do something. I think this is the day it could possibly step up. But it's another really probably open race. You can back a few odds in there. Uh, let's go to race number four on the card. This is the Queen's Cup. And um, I thought that this Sulcombe, there's a little whisper coming out that Annabelle Neesham said that Great House galloped, um, uh, sorry, that um, from Chris Waller, that Great House galloped just as well as... Uh, as Sulcum did, and I think Sulcum's probably getting short enough now. I know some of his form overseas is pretty good, but his first up record's not elite. He's going to go first up sort of here, essentially. I know he's probably had a, had a tune-up, but oh, maybe they'd probably go Luna Flair each way then, off the back of that. Yeah, it's an interesting race. The market's gone towards the profile. Nine of the last ten winners have all been um, overseas, overseas bred horses. So that's where the market's gone. And the internationals do have an outstanding record. So I'm with Sulcum. I think the form out of last start, um, lightly raced, getting lightweight. Um, no, he gets 2,800, but he's probably short enough now. And Grady House is an interesting horse. Forgive last start on a wet track, didn't go. Two starts back in the Turnbull. He had the best last six, last four of the entire meeting there in the Turnbull. So he's going to lap up this dry track. It's just whether or not he can hold a spot from gate two, obviously gets J-Mac in the saddle. So it's interesting what Chris Wallace said there. I think you could probably back both, back Sulcum now, and then um, Great House as well. But it's, it's an interesting little race. Uh, race five, geez, I don't like that much at all, this. Oh, I don't have a clue. I reckon anything can win this. I, rec- I, I, um, I said to someone earlier, even the map can come over the border and win this for the Clark and McGilvray team from gate one. At forty-seven. Yeah, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with a tissue here. It was really good two back, and then was really good last week in the Empire Rose. Didn't have much luck. Charge the line was the best sectionals behind Ice Bath in the entire meeting. I think that's Empire Rose is the right form. Uh, Barry Five can hold a spot up to two thousand meters dry track. I like all of those, and James McDonald jumps on. So I know what you're saying. That's a really tricky race. Celio Miss can sort of bob up. You can see Glory Bound, who's a lightly raced horse, who can probably get up to this level too. But I think a tissue's the one for mine at a little bit of value. I'll have to follow you in there. Uh, right. Now, let's get to the champion sprint. Now, we saw Nate Strip go under in the Everest at $1.90, right? Now, he's $1.85. He's shorter again. I know he's probably not meeting the same quality field, but he meets some similar horses. Now, I am probably leaning towards maybe like a Bella Nipatina slash Giga Kick here. I just can't take the dollar eighty five about Nate Strip. I just can't. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I've got him marked $2, so I think he's short enough now. You can talk about how good he is, as well as Vesper and all those things that above, but it comes down to price on race day. He's an elite horse down the straight. He's had three weeks between runs, which is always his best profile, and he's third up, so he gets a lot of favours. He's drawn the outside, so that'll be an interesting point to see if the, the outside fence is the way to go or if they're going to go back to the inside. But I agree, at that price, I can't chime in. I think we might get out to $2. But at the current odds, I've got to go with Bella Nipotina. She has been phenomenal this preparation. Her rating profile, um, she's gone from a great horse to an elite horse. Um, if she can recapture what she did last start in the Matacado on a dry track down the Flemington Strait, I think she'll be winning this race. No knock on Giga Kick. It's just he's gone to a huge spike and more than likely he's going to regress off that. So... Depending on how far he regresses will be um, sort of how good he goes here. Yeah, I thought Bella Nipotina, the run in the, uh, the Moya was well against Patton and then destroyed another field. And, and I actually don't think she's a Mooney Valley horse. So oh, I think there's improvement to come out of that. Oh, I think she this might this might work. And Nature Strip, I mean, you're happy to go and back a horse at $6 and then Nature Strip give you a touch-up by four links at $1.80. I mean, I don't care if that happens. You just take the, you just yeah, take the L in the book and go. That's a very good point, and um, you're getting a fair enough price. It's not like you're taking threes or fours about Bella Nipotina. You get six dollars, and like you said, she could potentially be a better horse outside of the valley. And if she would have had luck in those first two starts, she she probably is a lot shorter. She could be coming here with three wins on the board, and I think she's half the odds. So it's a fascinating point. Uh, race seven, the Champions Mile, uh, all about my Oberon here. I've got it in front of um, Private Eye. I think. This horse is going to go to another level. He'll be the star of next spring, my Oberon. He's got ability, really good ability. Private Eye can't fault the horse. Um, he's done nothing wrong. He's probably just getting short enough for me. Cascadia and then Alligator Blood to round out my numbers. Yeah, it's, this is probably the race of the spring for mine. It's an outstanding affair. I think the only other way you make it better is if you see Tom Thunderstruck and Animo drop back, but we won't see that. I'm super keen on private eye. The price has been hammered in. It's very short at the moment. I've got him marked 290, so I'm not going to chime in now, but he was sectionally phenomenal last start in the Nature Strip Stakes. He's run, he's four to the two and he's two to the finish. He's gone 1088 and 1096. You don't often see horses have their last two 200 meter splits so close together like that. That's just screens to me. Get me out um, over further distance. 1600 meters, probably a touch further than I'd like. Um, going from 1,300 metres to 1,600 metres, but he's won an Epsom mile over 1,600 metres, so it's no issue at all. And he's learnt this preparation, how to relax and settle or touch closer, which is a big thing with this speed map. We've only got alligator blood and probably two Tuvalu going forward, so I think you need to be within striking distance um, coming to the bend, which Private Eye will be from Barrier 5. I'm very scared of my Oberon. What do you do with this horse? He's come on the scene, a big peak first up, is he going to regress? Is he going to go to a new level? I think he's got to go to a new level to beat Private Eye, but um, he certainly can. And Annabelle Nation has said he's trained on beautifully. So it's a mouthwatering crash, but I'm with um, Private Eye here, Miles. Race eight, the champion stakes. Enough said here. We've spoken about these horses all spring. Animo to beat Thunder, to beat Zaki, to beat Hinged. Yep, just play that again. Yep. Uh, we've, we've talked about him forever, exactly so we just don't need to. Now, my best of the day, race nine, number six, Taunting. As soon as Joyful Fortune um, ex like, chose to run uh, on Thursday, I was like, snap me up some of this. This horse missed a kick, should have won that 9.55 at Mooney Valley against the Patton. James McDonald aboard, uh, best of the day. I love it. He should have clearly won that race, and you get James McDonald on. There's plenty of ticks there, and... Barry 14, you could probably say it might be a disadvantage, but 
I think getting towards the end of the day, we should be coming down that outside rail. So um, I agree with you here. I really like the horse and should have won last start, no doubt. Righto, very quickly, I've got Tom Inglis waiting behind you. Uh, best of the day? Best of the day, race seven, number two, private eye for me, Miles. Beautiful. Uh, any others you wanted to mention in your bests? Uh, yes, we'll go back to Rose Hill, sorry, in uh, race seven, the hot Danish, race seven, number one, Electric Girl. They're the two best. Uh, Private Eye in Melbourne and Electric Girl in Sydney. On you, Dino. See you at the track. See you there, mate. Thank you. Dean Watling, superstar, absolute superstar from one to another. They're calling him the King of Chartin or the Chartin King. His name's Tom Ings. He joins me. Hello, buddy. G'day, Fitzy. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, geez, the listeners are loving you. People are texting in, where's the Chartin King? We're racing at Happy Valley the other day, and they were texting in going, where's the Chartin King? Different tracks, didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they switched it up, and then they had a uh, monsoon uh, warning on Wednesday night for the races at Happy Valley there. We're, we're postponed. But, uh, no, it's all been, all been happening up there. Righto, what have you got for us, mate, this weekend? Have you had an early look? Yeah, I've had a really look. Look, the first thing I wanted to talk to you about was uh, Jungle Magnets having its first uh, run-up in Hong Kong. It was the South Australia Derby winner. He's going to be in uh, race 10, now known as Beautyverse. Oh, my uh, God. I think he's one to follow. What a terrible name. <laughs> he's, he's owned by the Quox, so everything that they own has got beauty in there. Um, yeah, so I think they're just running out of options with that name. But um, I'll jump straight into it. So race two... Uh, number five, packing good. Look, what's happening at this time of year, Fitzy, is we're coming into the international uh, on the 10th of December. So a lot of the horses that the trainers want to have winning on that day, they'll be starting now. Um, so I'm going a couple of uh, maiden maiden horses, uh, which is their yeah, packing good side, uh, race number two, number five. Yep. Just trial enormous, third and on. Uh, I can't see him getting beat. Uh, race three, uh, baby Crystal. Uh, sorry, baby Crystal. Number five, um, it's a really average race, and he's another one who's going to be first up um, by Perrin Canton. I think Sizes, uh, John Sizes is just going to have him perfect for that. Uh, Matt's perfectly for him, so I think he's one to definitely get on for the win. Yep. Um, then we get a race four. You're going to love this name, Fitzy. Ching. Uh, uh, race four, number five, Ching. Um, Ching. He's, he's having his second. <laughs> <laughs> The Cantonese version is almost identical, so um, no, he should go well. He's, he's been trialling enormous. Um, if he doesn't win on um, on Sunday, he's going to be uh, yeah, you know, winning the next start. But he's been trialling enormous. So, and then we're going to get a race seven, excellent proposal. Another one of the size horses stepping out to eighteen hundred for the first time, and he's been just uh, you know trialling enormous as well. Uh, he's sitting back from a uh, group two down to a group three, but going out in distance. And I think that's been the plan all along. So uh, he'll be a very exciting one as well. What number's excellent proposal, Tommy, in race seven? Oh, I am. He, he is. Um, sorry, one sec here, Fitzy. Don't, don't stress. Well, I'll run through them again. Race two, number five, Packing Good. Race three, number five, Baby Crystal. Number four, number five. Race four, number five, Ching. And then race seven. Uh, number five as well. Oh, we're going five fives. That's got to be lucky, doesn't it? Surely. <laughs> Four fives. Got to be. Hey, um, be. are you you're managing to get over for the international, mate? Are you going to try and sneak over for a day or two for 
for International Race Day? I'm, I'm not heading over for the International this year. Uh, I'm going to head over probably in March for the Derby. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just uh, the International is great, but uh, all the trainers and all the owners are usually very you know busy around that time of year. So it's hard to sort of sit down and, and have a couple of dinners with them. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be heading up there in March, so can't wait. If you need someone to carry your bags, mate, uh, you know who to call. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, come along. It'll More than happy to come <laughs> for uh, uh, one of my favourite parts of the world, Hong Kong. Mate, uh, the listeners are loving you. We'll see if we can get you on again on Sunday, hopefully not at your mother-in-law's birthday. Fantastic. No, I'll be free, so I'll uh, chat to you then. Chat to you on Sunday, buddy. Tom Inglis there, he's a star. He's been... Once, since I've been getting him on, it's been it's been at least fifty percent or better, fifty percent or better. And Tommy being uh, Tommy's a bloodstock agent, buys and sells horses out of Australia into Hong Kong to the Hong Kong market. So when you see those horses go to Hong Kong, that's what he does. But when you become uh, when you know that Hong Kong market, you know everyone in Hong Kong, um, you know what horses win in Hong Kong. That's why we get him on to tip. Uh, few off the text machine. I'm going to get to those on the other side of the news. Oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. Speaking of which, let's head to the newsroom because they've buzzed in my ears. And on the other side of this, we're going to come back. We're going to have a chat to Terry Layton, Chris Nelson, Mitch Abay to finish out the show. More to come. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the magic man. Well, welcome back. This is the Form Lounge. Trivia listening right around the country. Thank you for joining me. Uh, Ronnie's chimed in. Uh, he said, thanks, Fitz. It's and track outstanding coverage of the carnival across all shows. I've been laid up after surgery, and the listening's been informative, entertaining, very funny, and very profitable. Keep up the great work, team. Australia's number one racing station. And I like Private Eye and Glory Bound in the Matriarch. Good on you, Ronnie. Uh, keep an eye on Equation, race 10 Rose Hill. He's been a gallop buddy for my Oberon. Looked well at breakfast with the stars. Yeah, not the worst, Al, my uh, Equation. I reckon you're spot on. Um, worked with Laws of Indices this week. Was outstanding. Reckon, reckon Annabelle has found the key. $21. Yeah, not the worst. Worth a nibble. Morverville, race 2, number 3, Toyotic. Distance tick, jockey tick, 1-4, last prep. Keep sending them in. Uh, let's go to the Star of the West. The star of the West. His name's Terry Layton. Hello, Terence. Hello, Mr. Fitzner. How are you? Good, mate. I'm still on the floor. I want to get to this off the top. Mm. I'm still on the floor. I know... <laughs> you know where I'm going with it. I can't... Be- like, I just... Why? Did you like my little goading tweet after the race? Oh, yeah, she's not that <laughs> it good. Was complete, it, was, it was completely unnecessary, but I said to a few of the lads, I said, watch this, this will upset a few people, I reckon, and I'll tell you what, I reckon I ticked that box. Um, we're talking about Amelia's Jewel, obviously. Just a lot of people yeah. blaming the ride. Oh, look, I just thought it was just... 10 out of 10. Yeah, I didn't think it, I just thought it was too 10. far back. Yeah, he followed the winner. Um, the uh, the track was suiting those coming in that type of pattern. Look, at the end of the day, I've given her a bit of a knock on Twitter post-race, but she also carried four kilos more. She'll get into the set weights and penalties of the guineas with 54 and a half, meets them all significantly better at the weights. Um, she'll be super hard to beat still. So maybe don't jump ship. I think my tweet was more just respective of the fact uh, that I don't think any of her trials or her first that run was good enough for her to be a dollar forty. That was my only sort of mindset that, uh, geez, I felt for you, Fitzy, knowing you had a, you had a going for a little whack there at the last leg of the quaddy, uh, last leg of your multi. Yeah, I know, that stung. Um, and, and to do That's it. That's racing. And to do it, 
I went from one of the more joyous moments of my life, drinking out of a Melbourne Cup, and then five minutes later, watching Amelia's jewel go under at Ascot. To the low of the low. Okay. <laughs> That's the reason they call it the greatest of games, isn't there? Dearie me. Certainly Dearie is. Me. Hey, do you know one thing I'm excited about, though? What? The return of the wizard. Yeah, well, well didn't I tell you this? A few months ago, I said you did. Oh, well, exactly. Yeah. Well, you're the number one. You're the number one racing newsbreaker. So got, I just, I just follow you. But James, we're excited. Broken here, broken, right here. Yeah, he's going to go. Yeah, what a, what a, what a time to be alive. We're getting you across for the carnival at all? Yeah. When, uh, when is it? Uh, when is it next week? Placid Arc next week. Railway. Oh. Uh, what do we got? Winterbottom. Northerly. Gold Rush. You five weeks in a row. I'm actually going on leave soon. I could come over for. Well, probably not a bad idea, really. Yeah, what was the spare room here? Well, I need a ho- name, I need a holiday, and for some reason, I feel like I don't feel like I'll be getting a lot of rest if I went home. <laughs> <laughs> your, your body might be a little bit upset, I suggest. Hey, uh, let's have a quick look um, at Ascot, mate. Before we go into it, can't touch Brave Halo at a dollar sixteen in the first. Um, yeah, should be winning. Should yep. be winning, but uh, yeah, dollar sixteen, no. <laughs> No prizes for that. A few people have texted in about Prawns 11. Um, won the last three. Took the step up going from Kalgoorlie grade to to City grade and beat um, the Coolican King in that class three there. Can it do it again? Uh, it can do it again. Um, it's not a race I've got any real confidence in. It's sort of you're trying to line up like four different form lines all coming together. Uh, I've tipped it on top, but um, it's more for the fact that uh, this is its hardest race yet and it's carrying the most weight it's had to in its career. I never like that combination. So you have to step up once again. You need luck in running and then you need to be at this level. So um, can win, but nowhere near a bet price for me. Uh, I want your thoughts on the Faritha Stakes race number five. Now, Bustler's opened up favourite here after winning three on the trot, mm-hmm. but Snowdome finishes just out, like, just off Amelia's Jewel. You and I spoke about it and said that, you know, Snowdome was absolutely flying before this. Why is Snowdome second favourite? I would have thought Snowdome would have been the, the market elect. Well, the camp, uh, obviously the Bustler and Snowdome both from the from the same camp and they've been uh, fairly out, not fairly outspoken, but they have suggested they think Bustler is the pick of the pair. Um, I don't know if they're saying there's a huge amount between them, but they're definitely... Uh, they're definitely leaning towards Bustler and maybe have been for a week or so now. So I'd say that would be part of the market disparity. The fact that Bustler's letting down like it is as well, um, it sounds like Snowdome will probably lead. Um, I thought they might try and take a sip, but it does sound like Snowdome will probably try and lead them up. Um, and it would just be a matter of what type of track we get and where the Bustler can run them down. But I reckon the current market is, is basically bang on, to be honest with you. I, I've nearly marked it to, to the sense what it currently is. Um, more texts have come in too about above the peg. I would have thought Sweet of Gold was going to be pretty tough in that. How are you saying? I know you've tipped above the peg before. Yeah, we tipped above the peg last. Well, we were pretty keen last start, and we we sort of got the the pricing move right. It was two eighty into a dollar ninety by the time they jumped. So we did everything right there. Unfortunately. You can't eat value though, Miles. Uh, as we found out, how was Admiration Express yesterday? Just on a, just on another note. Oh, dearie, dearie. Mate. Wasn't, that a, wasn't that a difficult watch? Wasn't know. that a difficult old watch? <laughs> you know, I've had a big day yesterday, like a really big day. My four best mm-hmm. have lost, and I've run seven seconds from horses that got back. Uh, and then I've had two, I've had three of those Admiration Express type runs as well yesterday, on top of oh, having a big one. Dearie me. 
Well, Chris, Chris Parnham was on the horse that held us in, and we uh, he rode my horse in the last, ran third, and uh, we're having a chat to him after the race. And I said, I, I don't like you, Chris, but that was actually a really good ride. Like You've actually got to respect the, the competitive nature of that riding as well, to hold it in, because his did, horse probably couldn't win at that point you, in time, but he still said, you're not winning. Did you tell him you didn't like him, but it was a good ride? Hundred percent. No, I didn't say it in a nice way. We laughed in a, in a in a nice way. I can be nice occasionally. It's just it's just you. I'm hey, rude to. Yeah, Terry. Yeah. Very quickly, I had Zafira on top in the last. Um, I want you to tell me if you had that on top, and then I need your best bets because I realise I've gone really late here. <laughs> Uh, it's okay, Zafira. I did have it on top, but again, I'm sort of 330 uh, is my mark, so I'm going to need 350 plus to have a bet. We'll see how the track's playing to that point in time. Uh, look, pretty thin old day for me. Nothing overly uh, I'm overly excited about. My best is race eight. One of our old mates, Massimo, horse number two. Thought it was the run of the race um, in the Eurythmic a couple of weeks ago. Should march to the fence, get there nice and softly, and from there at wait for age. It's just got to be really hard to run down on a track. Uh, we're expecting to play a little bit on pace. So race eight, Massimo number two, $3.50 plus is enough for a bet. Uh, another one I think will lead, race four, uh, number eight, Costa's Crown. Yeah. Uh, it took a while to break its maiden status in far harder races. Finally did. Um, should get to the front again here, I think. And the three-year-olds, every time they race against the older horses at the moment in Western Australia are dominating. So $3 plus Costa's Crown gets me. Um, and in the Apprentice's Cup, race three, number five, Blackwater Bay. Just settle last, let it all unfold. They always turn ugly, the Apprentice's Cup. They're all make, making mid-race moves and trying to go for home at the 800. And if Holly Watson, one of the more experienced apprentices, just holds fire and has the final crack, I'm pretty confident um, she'll get past with Blackwater Bay. Terry, you're a star, mate. We'll chat next week. Thanks, Miles. Terry Layton there. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Well, welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you right around the country. I want to say this off the top. You know, when you think you're going well and you get on a big run, you know, you have a Sunday, you tip 20-odd. You have a Wednesday, you tip 15 winners. You, you tip a $30 winner in the last of Flemington. You think you're going well. And then you know a bloke like Mitch Abaya and you realise you're just not that good because you're not as good as him. He's a freak. He's a star. His name's Mitch Abaya. He joins me. Hello, Peacock. Hello, Fitzy. Uh, thanks for the little pump up there, but I'm uh, not in your class, mate. You've been in some stellar form. We, we are, had a good day yesterday, and you're only as good as your last. I'm ready to give him a touch-up um, on Stakes Day too. But, mate, I, I want your thoughts um, for the weekend because you've been on fire. What have you? Where are you looking to play? We've got some pretty good racing uh, this weekend, don't we? We see some of the really top-quality dogs going around. Yeah, the Meadows uh, is uh, Top Gun night, so you've got the Top Gun... Sprint Top Gun Stairs and also the Hume Cup Final on Massive Niner Racing, which will all be broadcast on racing.com for the first time, I think, ever. So it's going to be a, uh, a pretty special night. Obviously, Sportsbet um, uh, right behind the drive of all this and uh, doing fantastic things with GRV. But, yeah, Massive Niner Racing. And there's a couple of like there, one of best and uh, a value selection at about 26s. All right, we'll give them to us. What are they, buddy? Uh, best of the night, race 12, number 7, Zoe Bale. There's no speed uh, besides this greyhound in the race. It should get a soft lead from out wide, cut across. 
went 30 and 18 and 30 and 12 in two performances there. The thing I like about it, 505 early, 507 early, uh, it could be leading them up and pretty hard to run down. As long as the weather stays nice and warm, because it can get pretty chilly and the dogs can tighten up in the later races. But uh, it should be leading $2.40 is your price and uh, pretty hard to beat. All righty, and what's your value play? Value race seven, number three, call me Buster. Uh, $41 into 26, drawn well in box three. Has a bit of speed in two to cart it into the race. And ignore the uh, ignore the price tag because uh, last run was beaten by an Eldorado. Now it's uh, in a much weaker field than this. And uh, it was slow early last week, still at 30.01. The favourite last week led in and got run down in 30.09. So there's a bit of a, uh, a little bit of uh, time up the sleeve there, length and a bit. I think the odds are uh, ridiculous. $26 is stupid. Can you just repeat the race number and uh, dog number, please? Race. Race seven, number three, call me Buster. Call me Buster. Mate, looking forward to following them over the weekend with you, and uh, I'll flick through a little couple before we have a nibble on on Saturday. I love it, mate. Uh, kick him home, and hopefully we can find a few across the weekend. And tune into racing.com's coverage, because it'll be exceptional. Yeah, you're a star, mate. We'll chat next week. Cheers, brother. Have a good one. Mitch Abaya, there we go from one to another. We go up north, thanks to Chris Nelson, Queensland Racing. Hello, buddy. Good morning, yourself? I'm going well. Uh, Chris, a little bit short on time, mate. Oh, I want to just touch on a couple yep. very quickly. Race four, uh, were you with the two in front of the three or the three in front of the two? Larrikin Road, does it beat Enterprise Attack? Yeah, it does. Uh, I actually think the six will run second, so there you go. No, I like Larrikin Road. Beautiful. Uh, Chris Anderson's told us uh, on the punters, mate, too, that uh, he's confident tomorrow the 1350 metres will suit. This will probably be the horse's last run before he uh, may look at a Magic Millions race, but if not, something uh, in the winter next year. But, uh, no, I think he'll win. I think the, the, the step up in distance is a big plus for Larrick and Rogue. Uh, race two, I've got number three, Hatchet on top. Best bet of the day. Absolute oh, yes, Chris O. Yeah, baby. Well, I was keen two weeks ago, Milo, and he sat outside the leader, and he's in a perfect spot. And then uh, Michael Carl whizzed up on uh, Battleton three wide, and put the cat amongst the pigeons. And then he slipped back to third. And then it was a sprint from there right to the line. And he just didn't like chasing. Tomorrow he'll go to the front. He'll control it. He'll kick away and he'll win. So race two, number three for me. Best of the day. Uh, race seven, I've got turn on the charm after the win at Eagle Farm. I'm pretty happy to have it on top. Yeah, not a race I'm too keen on. I just think uh, there's too many chances in it. Turn on the charm was good at Eagle Farm, but there was a lot of horses that went over the line very close to each other. And the format of the race so far, a little bit so-so. So that's just my query. Uh, not a race I'd, I'd want to label one, but I'm not going to talk you out of it. Righto. What else have we got just to finish off? Race three, number three, Bulu. Nice type trial. The Sunshine Coast was a cracker. Two runs last preparation were good in stronger carnival races and then went to uh, the sunny coast and, uh, and, and lost the rider, Andrew Mellion. Uh, he can bounce back and win. So race three, number three, I'm taking on Amity Gal. I can pot it tomorrow, Milo. Oh, yeah, I don't mind that. Uh, I'll be on in the morning, um, but not on in the afternoon. I've told them that no more Essie and track afternoons for me. I'm having the day off. <laughs> you probably need it after the week that yep. uh, you guys have had down there. Yeah, it's been superb, mate. Uh, thanks for your time. We'll chat again next week. Look forward to it. Thanks, Miles. Chris Nelson, thanks to Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. We're going to jump to a break. My best bets. On the other side of this, you've heard a few of them. Steve's chimed in off the text. The bloke's a superstar. We should have more of this champ. Yeah, I'm telling you, Mitch is a freak. It's the best there is. Uh, let's go to that break. On the other side, we'll wrap up my best bets, and that is the end of the form lounge. 
You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Well, welcome back to the Form Lounge. We're on the heel of the hunt. Only a couple of minutes to go. And before the trackside takeover, we'll run through and have a bit of a look at Flemington. Like I said, there's a few that I like at value. A few of value. I'm going to start with some bets, and then I'm going to give you my best at the end of it. Like I mentioned, I'm going to have a little each-way nibble on Luna Flair. Um, little touch on that. Same as probably Bella Nipotina. I'm just going to have a little each-way go on Bella. Um, I think we all know that Animo should get it done in the champion stakes. Uh, and then uh, the two best at uh, Flemington for me. Race seven, number nine, my Oberon. I think will beat Private Eye. My Oberon is going to be one of my best. So race seven, number nine, my Oberon. And then get a race nine, number six, Taunting. Now, Joyful Fortune was a favourite in that race. Hopefully, you took the 550 before they scratched. Um, before they scratched it because the deduction's less than what you would have lost. It's now been backed into favouritism. But race nine, number six, Taunting. Let's go to Rose Hill. I think a tough enough little day there. I'm going to have a little tiny nibble on She's a Belter in the hot Danish. Um... But uh, each way all day, and one of my each way bets of the absolute spring is Ayrton in the five diamonds. Once it gets back to a good surface, this horse is, well, six from ten. Six from ten on a good deck with three placings outside of that from nine runs. It'll cross, it'll get in front, be very hard to run down. Lay of the day, most definitely going to be Ellsberg. But I'm going to have Ayrton there. Ascot, I mentioned the two that I liked over there. Not loading at Ascot because it really depends on the... Um, on the rail, we saw just recently with Ascot that the rail went hot, then it went to poison late. But race five, number five, Bustler. Um, I like to beat Snowdome. And then race nine, number 16, Zafira. But it's not a load-up job in the last at Ascot, Zafira. So I'm not uh, I'm not loading up there completely in the last. We'll go to Doombin. And the two that I mentioned before, Chris O mentioned his. Race four, number two, Larrikin Rogue. I think we'll get the chocolates in that. And race two, number three, Hatchet, which Chriso also made his best of the day. So we lined up there on a couple. Um, uh, Adam's chimed in. Is Jamia a bet or did she bugger all of us last time too much? I'm just, it's nearly to the point. I've got her in the top four. I'll include her in the numbers, but gee, she's starting to cost me now. I just don't think she's quite there, this prep. I just don't think she's quite there, this prep. Anyway, uh, that's the way it goes. That is the form lounge. Yeah, don't forget. You can go to the SEN app. You can find the Form Lounge on the podcast. You can get all the cards, all the tips from all the greatest. Terry Layton, Mitch Lewis, Dean Elliott, Dean Watling, Mitch Abaya, all the stars, Tommy Inglis, of course, as well. And please make sure you go follow us on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you've got any questions, you can hit up my Instagram or my Twitter at any stage. You know I reply to all of you. Have fun at the track. Happy punting. And don't forget, 9 till 11, winners. Gareth Hall and myself live on track. Before the boys take you through trackside for the afternoon because you know what? I'm not going anywhere near them. I'm not going. I'm going straight to the birdcage. And I'm going to grab myself a vodka lime and soda. And then I'll see you on Sunday at 11 a.m. for the Betfair Edge for seven hours of just non-stop snorefest right around the country. You'll have to text me in on Sunday and make sure that I stay awake. Once again, 0499 736 736. Get your best bets in for the boys. They might need your help today right around the country as we go racing on Trackside. See you then.